Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Daily Home Edit, the podcast brought to you by the team at Home Beautiful magazine. I'm managing editor of Home Beautiful, Katrina O'Brien, and today I have a very special guest in the HB studio, particularly now that spring is with us. And how good is that? <laughs> Matt Lacey is what I'd happily describe as a garden guru. He's the director, co-founder and principal designer of award-winning landscape architecture business Land Art here in Sydney. He's a qualified landscaper, designer and horticulturist and a regular on Channel 10's living room. We're big fans of Matt's work and we recently um, published one of his fantastic rooftop gardens in Home Beautiful magazine. So we're very happy to have him here today. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely to have you here. Now, Matt, have you always been the green thumb? No, not really. Okay. Um, when I was when I was a kid, actually, I, my I was going to go into fashion design because my dad had a, a clothes manufacturing business, and so through school, I just always thought I was going to go into his business, mm. and you know that's what I was going to do, and I was really into that sort of thing. Um, but then um, something happened in my family, and um, my sister had a had a uh, cerebral hemorrhage, and it ended up basically taking on my dad's focus and he lost his business because of that and so that option kind of disappeared and then wow. I was like wow uh, what am I going to do sort were of you thing. young how I was still quite young at that point I was 16 mm, um, so time. I really I really wasn't focused on anything to be honest but mm. but gardening probably wasn't on my top priority list mm-hmm. um, and then we had to build this um, extra room for my my sister and so my parents could care for her at home and um, and one of my dad's mates he was a, a builder kind of the kind of guy that could just do everything and anything mm-hmm. and he took me under his well he didn't so much take me under his wing he just gave me tasks and jobs to do and he said this has to be done by next weekend so we can do this and mm-hmm. so anyway so I was left just kind of laboring on my own sort mm-hmm. of thing trying to trying to dig foundations and all of that and I got this really huge appreciation for working with my hands and building things and mm-hmm. um, it just kind of set me on this course of wanting to build things and transition Amazing. spaces and areas and so the kind of design interest and then the the building side of it all came together mm-hmm. through horticulture and garden design and landscape design and so so I've done a lot of the structural side of things. So and, you start out on that structural side of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You and gradually grew into that. Did you do a lot of work on the house as well? Uh, the, the no, room, I was just or? building this it was yeah. just a kind of room and a bathroom yep. sort of thing. Yep. Um, and But then a lot of ramps and different things in the garden to, to make sense of it and to enable my sister to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, so uh, you know, it all started with just wanting to be outdoors, and, and you know, I was all, I guess I was a, a bit of a hippie when I was younger, so you know, <laughs> the, the long hair, and I, you know, it was it was the nineties, so you know, there's a lot of grunge and, and yes. hippie things going yep. on. Um, so I was I was pretty pretty into all of that, and so there was a there was a connection with nature, and um and then and then building, and it all just kind of turned into what it is today, really, over time. Amazing. And do you think like a, you? 
can be taught to be a green thumb or does it come naturally to people? I think you can definitely be taught Mm -hmm. um, without a doubt. I I, I don't think many people are naturally green thumbs Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's all about just trial and error Mm -hmm. Um, because there's a lot of things you can read and then try and you do exactly what they say in the textbook Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work. So it's all about, you know, getting the the plants in the right location with mm-hmm. the right soil type, watering at the right time. Mm-hmm. But it's not as complicated as that either. either. Right. You, you know, you can just just get out there and have a go. And some sometimes things that shouldn't work work, and sometimes <laughs> things that that should work don't. You know, so um, it's all about just having a go. I think. But if you ever come across people and you just think, oh no, they have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> Yeah, no, there are a lot of those people. But they're just people that I think uh, don't really have a connection with the outside mm-hmm. or the garden or the mm-hmm. outdoors in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be very kind of internal indoor mm-hmm. people, yeah. um, which is totally fine. Yeah. But if, you, if you're not – you've got to be aware of what's going on in your environment mm-hmm. to have any chance of growing a plant and mm-hmm. um, and making one thrive. Mm. And how, do you, how important do you think is having an amazing outdoor area for a house, to call it a real home, to make a house feel like a home? I, I think it's everything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there you can have a home without an outdoor – without a beautiful outlook or outdoor area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think – for me personally, anyway, I, I think being connected to the landscape and to the earth mm-hmm. in some form is really, really important. And and you know, I could go down the the avenue of of actual earthing and and you know, earthing your body and being mm-hmm. being a part, you know, really connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't just sit inside the house with. Wi-Fi and electricity running through you because even if you're not touching any electricity, it's still running through your body. So mm. it's important for your body to be connected to the earth. Mm-hmm. And and so not just for your body but also um, visually. I think mm-hmm. it's just, uh, you know, you, when you go out into a beautiful forest or into a, a natural environment to the beach, wherever, mm-hmm. there's a certain calmness that comes immediately from that. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can create more of that in your own home, then mm-hmm. it is going to give you a better lifestyle mm-hmm. and a better feel overall. We live, live such busy, intense lives that if you can make your home that sanctuary where it, it grounds you and, mm-hmm. and takes you back to something that's real, then mm-hmm. um, why wouldn't you do it? Mm. And do you think it can be – it needs – do you need a lot of space for that? Like even no. if – because everything's, you know, everyone's downsizing and, the, yeah. you know, properties are becoming so hard to get these yeah. days. So people are living in smaller – Spaces. Yeah. So does that that shouldn't restrict you? I mean, I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I think if even if you've got a, a kind of two by one meter balcony, mm-hmm. you can still get beautiful greenery in that space, and mm-hmm. you can still create something that feels really nice mm-hmm. and um, and at least makes you feel a bit calmer. Mm-hmm. But but I think it, we're definitely living in smaller spaces, but we're also building these much bigger homes that are on smaller blocks mm-hmm. that require heaps of air conditioning and and, and heating and all that sort of thing and. Um, and that's a problem, mm-hmm. I think, in general. So I think, you know, if you can downsize your house a bit, we don't need the third living sitting space. You know, we could probably do without that and have a garden instead. Mm. Um, but I am seeing a lot of architects start to, um, you know, a lot have been doing it for years, but there's more uh, that I'm seeing at the moment where they're um, kind of splitting the house so that the garden kind of hugs the house yes. more than just yep. just – just at being that that visual at the back of the house, yep. it's starting to creep around the sides and come internally through the middle of really the house. Really integrated. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is really cool because then when you are inside in the middle of winter with all the doors shut and everything, you still feel really connected to the, to yeah. the outside space. Are you seeing in, you know, because there is a move towards sort of um, there's a lot of prefab houses as yeah. well. Do you think, and like a um, there is a shift in pre-made houses yeah. as well. Are you seeing more 
space given over to land or is there a shift or not no, so much uh, or is that more of a... I, I think there's a small shift coming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, we're not, uh, not seeing it in in, the, you know, in, in terms of those estates that are getting yeah. built. I'm not yeah. seeing it greatly in not those areas yeah. um, but hopefully it comes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we were doing package homes really well you know, 50 mm. years ago mm. um, where they were smaller homes yep. um, the and they had wings and they, they were more connected to the garden. I yep. think we've kind of lost that and we've gone for these big American-looking massive mansions. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we can find Shift a, a balance. Yeah. yeah. Now when – when because um, uh, I've been working with Home Beautiful for quite a while and I see a lot of homes coming over at my desk. Yeah. Um, initially, I think people used to have spent all the money on the interiors and the outside, the exteriors was really an afterthought. They'd either run out of yeah. money by the time yeah. they had to think about or they just thought, oh, that's the next stage in the renovation. I've seen them sort of uh, – people starting to take a really holistic view of the house. Are you seeing that as well? So uh, like definitely definitely seeing that. Yeah. Um, but if the project's not managed well, mm-hmm. it's also the first thing that gets cut. Right, okay. Uh, because yeah. people are like, well, I've just got to finish the house and get that the way it should mm-hmm. be and then the garden can come later. Yeah. And um, so for anybody out there <laughs> wanting to start up a landscaping business, you're at the end of the run of any build. <laughs> you're on the bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah, you're on the bottom of the list <laughs> and your budget will be first to be cut. So it all, you know, it often starts with grand plans and, yeah. then, and then as the builder and the changes and the variations happen through the mm-hmm. through the house build, the, the landscaping gets cut gets inevitably, cut. Do you, which is a shame. Are people coming to you sort of further down the track, like, and then they've got they've saved the, the, their dough and they're thinking, okay, now I really want to think about the garden and the, there, they are, how it happens? Um, but the ones that are doing it well are coming to us at the beginning, yep. getting the architect on board, getting us on board and, yep. and really creating a holistic mm-hmm. um, r- resolution to the whole, whole property. Um, yeah. and, and that is just super, super important. Mm. And if you can get your budgets right and you can allocate the right amount of money and do the build really well mm. and consider all of those things at the beginning, the end result is going to be far better. And it's, and, you know, even if you've got the most beautiful architecturally designed home without a garden on it, it's, you know, it's nothing. It's so, so important, isn't it? It's so important. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's all got to be done. So what are we seeing in gardens at the moment? What do you think is for the trends that are happening at the moment? Um, Your it's, rooftop it's, garden was amazing. Oh, that we've got in the October <laughs> issue. That was yeah. just such – Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think that plants are becoming hero again. Right, um, okay. You know, there was a period there where we went quite minimal and mm-hmm. plants weren't getting the focus that they deserve. Mm-hmm. They're really coming into play at the moment. And, you know, even, even you know, people are just decking their house out with indoor plants oh, as indoor well. Oh, indoor plants. So, They're going know, crazy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> which is so good. Um, and especially, um, you know, young people in their 20s, their apartments are just filled with plants, mm. which is awesome. Mm. Um, so so the plants are definitely a focus again, which mm-hmm. is um, music to my ears. Mm. Um, but... That you know, we've gone through a pretty clean um, palette in terms of hardscaping, um, and you know, using lots of concretes um, and, and limestones in, a, mm-hmm. in, in with clean contemporary lines, which has been really beautiful, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but there's you know a bit more of a, a shift towards creating more texture in the uh, in the flooring, mm-hmm. um, not just in the walling and, and screens and that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. getting more um, interest and warmth and texture out of your actual flooring. So right, so okay. that's kind of a nice little shift as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's still room for both and there's mm-hmm. still a lot of both happening. Mm-hmm. But I think just having, you know, whether it's a, a cobble detail in a, in a broader, wider, clean, uh, clean cut mm-hmm. paving section, you know, where you've got a, like a cobble detail that yep. might look like a, a rug yep. that's been laid out yeah, almost. Yeah, right, okay. It's a flooring um, hat. Um, yeah, so just, just, just 
creating a little bit more texture in, mm-hmm. in the flooring is, is definitely something we're seeing a lot more of. Mm-hmm. And is there anything on the must-have list for most clients these days? Can you design an outdoor room without a fire pit, for example? <laughs> <laughs> you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> um, no, you definitely you definitely can. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to have the right space for that sort of thing. And you've got to be some, someone – like if you are going to have a fire pit, you've got to actually be into – having fires. Otherwise, <laughs> there's not much point, right? Um, and or teenagers, so, or you have teenagers. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but a fire in, in – in, like whether it's a fireplace or a fire pit, it's such a nice way of mm. bringing a family together yep. in a way that they probably wouldn't normally. Mm. Um, you know, often people are in their gardens and they're there and then it gets a bit cold and getting a bit dark and everyone drifts inside. Whereas if you do have that fire element, it definitely keeps you – especially if you've got young kids, they're mm. fascinated by it, encourages more conversation. It's just a nice warm place to retreat yep. to. And yeah. if you can't have it inside, which a lot of people can't, it's nice to have in the garden. Oh, I think it's – yeah, it's um, on my list. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. why I'm banging on about it. <laughs> but I'd love one in my backyard. But there's um, – is there anything else in that sort of in the – on a – everyone wants in their garden? Um I think I think everybody at the moment kind of wants to have their living space outside, yep. and, and that's not anything new. That's mm-hmm. been that's been happening for quite a few years. Um, so, I think you know, kitchens, fireplaces, dining, lounging. Play space for the kids, mm. pool preferably. You know, all those things are kind <laughs> of on everyone's yeah. on everyone's list. Yeah, and, and that's good because people are just wanting to be outdoors more and be yeah. more connected. Yeah. and you know, with property prices the way they are, you've got to maximise every bit of space. So you might as well have that outdoor area as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And it must be real, you must love your job. You've got a real privilege being with people, creating those amazing spaces to spend with their family and friends. Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's it, in a sense is one of the most rewarding jobs in that because mm. you, you are kind of um, creating or changing people's lifestyle like you really are and I know it's a bit of a cliche but um, you're changing the way people function with their family and their friends and you're improving that that their lifestyle so Mm. it's it's rewarding in that sense but then also you're creating something from a piece of paper to something that's a built form Mm. um, and that you know Architecture and and building is one thing, and it looks amazing when it first goes in, and and does mature over time depending on the materials that you're using. So it can can weather and create more interest as as it grows. But with a garden, it just can if kept properly and maintained properly, it just gets better and better and better as mm. the years go on. So that's rewarding as well. So it's kind of this gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, like oh, it sounds wonderful. I bet you get a little bit stir-crazy being in the office now and then, do you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> My life's definitely changed in that sense. <laughs> that's wonderful. Matt, thanks so much for coming into the HB studio. It's been fabulous having you here and thank you everyone for listening. Um, please remember to rate, review and subscribe and we look forward to catching up next time. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for having me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>